podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Seahawks fans, wherever you may be, thanks for listening to the show. Join your hosts, Bill Alpstead and Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Hey, Seahawks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alpstead, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers, here to talk Seahawks football. Got a fun show for you today. We're doing our seventh annual regular season uh, schedule prediction show uh, this week. And uh, Keith's brought in his predictions. I've brought in mine. We're going to see how they compare. Um, And it should be a fun show, kind of a look ahead to what we think the Seahawks are going to do record-wise in the regular season. How you doing, Keith? I'm doing good. Um, Just got back from a a beach trip, so I'm feeling great. And um, we're about to start regular season football so i'm pretty excited yeah we're less than a week away from kickoff against the uh los angeles rams at home and um should be that's a kind of a good game to warm up with i think looking at the rams you know as far as um their roster um it looks to me like it's it's a fairly poor roster it's has very little depth um they've got issues kind of all over the place um, early in the off season, I saw some predictions where they had the Rams competing, you know, in a three-way race for the division title. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And lately I've been just looking at some of what other people are saying about the Rams out there and mm-hmm. it's not good. I mean, we're talking like a bottom, you know, three, four team in the NFL. So where are you at? on Seattle's roster. Let's start the conversation there. And then let's get into uh, that first game against the Rams and give me your prediction. So I think Seattle's roster is decent. It's good in a lot of places. It's actually really good and deep in in some places, um, but not on the defensive line. I think the defensive line leaves a lot to be desired. and both in terms of quality and depth. And I think that um, I think that is going to end up being the one sticking point that stops this team from, you know, being a championship contender. Um, but I do think they're a playoff team. So one, and once you get there, who knows, right? Um, you just string together a couple of, of really good games and play well and, and you can make it happen. So we've seen, yeah, we've seen other teams do that where they're, you know, don't look that good, but then they just get hot at the right time. So the key is getting into the tournament. And I think that Seattle seems pretty well destined to do that, but I don't know if that defensive line uh, depth is going to hurt them uh, enough to make them. So they're not true contenders. That seems to be fair. I mean, that's certainly fair going into the season when we haven't seen anything yet. Um, A bit of skepticism. Uh, I think is warranted uh, the team revamped the entire defensive line um, save for um, Miles Adams essentially and um, everything everyone else uh, on the roster currently in the in the front seven is is new to the team um, but not necessarily perceived to be brought in to specifically stop the run most of the guys that we have on that front line are um, you know, pass rush guys, guys that can get after it, um, from, from the middle. Um, Mario Edwards is probably more of an edge setting defensive end in, tr- in a traditional sense. Uh, Jerron Reed has always been a guy that could kind of penetrate the pocket a little bit. He's known for stopping the run. It's not his like optimal usage. Um, Cameron Young is a guy that, that potentially could stop the run pretty well, but we don't know really anything about him. I don't even know where his current weight is. There really hasn't been a lot out about him. He hasn't, he's missed the entire preseason. He's on the roster. Um, he's practicing now. We'll see how that goes. Dre Jones was brought in on a mega deal uh, to come in and, um, you know, essentially play the three tech uh, for, for Seattle. And he's really good at that. But is he going to be a, a great edge guy uh, defending the run? I don't know yet. Um, I, he's got 
mixed results on that as far as his statistical performances um, so far in his career. And um, team seems high on this whole way that they've constructed this. Like, we're pretty, we've been pretty much kind of questioning this methodology since February. Um, as far as how the team was put together, what they did in the draft, how they addressed things in the offseason in, in general. And it seems like we're still talking about the same things and the same issues. We've gone through three preseason games. No answers have really been given. They did pretty decent against the run in preseason, but preseason now is is to a point where starters barely play. Um, and so we really don't know how this team is going to do. It's all talk right now. Jerron Reed's coming out, you know, in the latest press conference that, that he had and said, you know, there's no way we're going to be as bad as we were last year. And, um, you know, it's, it, we're going to show you guys, blah, 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 blah. So it's all talk right now. Let's get into the first game. Let's, let's find out what we've got against the Rams. Um, a team that wants to surprise people, but again, I think it's a rebuilding roster, maybe on its way down. As soon as Matthew Stafford leaves, they're going to be looking for a quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already kind of a diminishing, diminishing returns kind of a guy. And, you know, I, I see Seattle over them uh, pretty easily at home in their first game. Yeah. I've also got that as a win. Um, I think that, you know, you've got a few, um, you've got a few, um, pieces in, on the Rams, like Aaron Donald, uh, Matthew Stafford, but it looks like Cooper cup might not play and their offensive line looks terrible. And, um, yeah, I, I think this one should be a relatively easy uh, win for the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. And it should be a fun, uh, again, a fun way to open the season year at home. It's against the Rams, um, kind of, you know, perceived, at least from, from my perspective, a kind of a bottom five uh, team in the NFL. And it should it should come easily. Now, one of the things that I'm going to do throughout this entire program probably is take a look at the quarterbacks. Like, who are we facing? Uh, that seems to be one of the easiest ways to kind of tell as far as um, how how teams that we're facing are going to are going to do. Um, do they have a great quarterback? Is he a franchise guy? Do they have an offense that's built around him? I just don't know about Matthew Stafford. Um, the offense seems to be kind of up in the air a little bit. Cooper Cup's now injured. He's got some things. He's getting reevaluated. He's probably not going to play. Um, there's really nobody else you know, on their roster that scares me at all on the offensive side. You've got Aaron Donald on the other side. He's only one guy, though. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's their team. Yep. All right. All right. <clears throat> Week two, um, we have the Seahawks at Detroit. Um, the Detroit is a pretty good team. Um, uh, so I'm, this was a game that I'm a, I'm a little concerned about, but uh, I do think that, Seattle has um, talent in the right spots to beat um, Detroit. Um, I think Detroit's going to win a lot of games. They're going to be a playoff team right there with Seattle. But I do think that when it comes down to it, you've got a, um, it's just a matchup that I think Seattle matches up well with. Their, Their strengths are in the right spot to stop Detroit. So I have that down as a win. Yeah, I do too, for the similar reasons. and. You know, this is going to be one of those early games in the season that's going to give a, a pretty decent window as to where Seattle's at currently against other good competitive teams. Detroit's going to be right there with them. I think, you know, Seattle, you could argue, is going to be anywhere from between 10 and 12 wins for, you know, between the both of us um, and others that are kind of projecting these things. I think Detroit's kind of right in that same window. Um, maybe that's a little generous for them on the, on the top end, but they're going to be you know the the seventh sixth seventh seed i think out of the nfc that's my prediction for them and this is going to be a, an interesting game um you know, david montgomery they're running back i like a lot i think he's underrated they got jamar jamari gibbs uh in the draft um they've got some good receivers their defense is is um well put together and they're very well coached and we saw what happened last year. It was a shootout. I don't see a you know necessarily a shootout again, but Seattle's going to be scoring a lot of points almost against everybody. 
um, and teams are going to have to kind of keep up uh, with that. So there's going to be a lot of pressure for Detroit to kind of go for it, uh, go for it on third, fourth down. Um, and Jared Goff is just maybe not the best equipped quarterback to be able to do that, to be in a shootout. We saw it last year, but I don't know if it can be repeated. So I do see it as a win. Okay, so we're in agreement so far, 2-0. and um, So uh, for Carolina at home week three, um, Carolina is a team that is rebuilding. Um, this should be a, uh easy, you know, walk away win for the Seahawks. It's an exciting game though. With Bryce Young coming in, I think they're well coached with Frank Reich. Um, it is kind of one of those one of those teams, you know. Uh Ergero Evero is their uh, defensive coordinator, was at um Denver. Um it's yeah, I I kind of like this team. I like the roster. I just don't think that they're gonna be a you know a playoff team. Um, but it's going to be a team. I think it's going to surprise some people. This is one of those games where you don't want to like go into the game thinking you're going to win. Um, I think Seattle needs to pull out all the stops and put this team away early, uh, to, to make sure that they don't have a chance. So, but I do have it as a win as well. So here we are three and out. Okay. Good, big, good, good start. start. Um, <laughs> for sure. So, um, week four on the road against the Giants. Um, Giants are a good team, um, a pretty well coached team now. Um, I don't like their quarterback, but the rest of their roster is pretty damn good. And I think the Giants are going to be a playoff team this year. I actually have this one going as a loss for Seattle. Wow. I do not. This is where we where we diverge mm-hmm. uh brian everyone loves brian DeBall as a quote coach i think he is a good coach but i'm not going to crown him like nfc champion you know right off the bat i think seattle goes in and takes care of business on this game to be completely honest um i don't like daniel jones but you know he somehow produces uh as far as the stats he's unproven as far as being a guy that you give the ball with with two minutes to go down three points and goes get you a touchdown I don't know if he's that guy yet. Uh, Geno Smith, I think he he showed us last year that he'd come back and win games. He put us in position to be uh, to win games several different times, not just you know putting putting us over the top, um, but but holding a lead. And um, I think Seattle just outscores this team. Just mm. to be completely honest, I think their defense is is legit, but I think Seattle is so diverse in the way that it can score that I just don't see this defense overcoming that. And I don't see their offense being good enough to keep up. And that's why I've got Seattle as a win. Yeah. I, um, I have this, the part of the reason why I think this is a struggle for Seattle is simply because uh, the giants are going to be one of the best running teams in the NFL, both uh, with Saquon Barkley and a quarterback that can um, beat you with his legs, even though he might not be the most polished passer. Mm-hmm. And I think Seattle's defensive weakness is going to be against the run simply because of the defensive line. So I think this is a team that Seattle's good enough to beat, but I think it just like earlier with the, with the the Detroit game where I said it just matches up really well for Seattle. I think this one doesn't match up really well for Seattle. That's more of why I've got them. That is a loss. So one of your uh, favorite players out of the draft, John Michael Smith is their uh, starting center now. And Mark Lewinsky, old Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, guard is there starting at their at the uh, right guard. Evan Neal is over there at right tackle. Um, Andrew Thomas is at left tackle. They've got a nice line. Um, some good, decent young receivers. And then Daniel Jones, you know, and Saquon Barkley had a great year last year. Um, their defense is, is really nice. I, I like their defense. I think we beat them last year, right, at home? Yeah. Um, I think we, we go and, and beat them again. So. Okay, so I'm, you know, I start uh, getting to the bye week now. I uh, have the Seahawks at 4-0. You have them at 3-1. and Nonetheless, uh, good records, both of us uh, heading mm-hmm. into the bye week, week five. It's early bye week this year. Too early. A um, little too early. You'd like to have, have that, you know, week seven, week eight, but what are you going to do? Uh, Seahawks come back from the bye, and we visit the, um, Cincinnati Bengals, 10 o'clock game. 
Uh, this is a, uh, this is to me the biggest challenge, obviously, I think so far in the season on the road against a playoff team, a, a Super Bowl team from two years ago, a team that wants to get back there, a, a very challenge, challenging uh, endeavor in the AFC where you've got a group of like five or six teams that will all be competitive to get to that AFC championship game along with maybe um, Kansas City. And this is definitely one of those teams. I've got this down as a first loss of the season. I also have them down as a loss. I think Cincinnati is one of the class teams um, of the entire NFL. And being on the road um, against a, a really good team, I think that... Um, I mean, I think Seattle can keep it competitive and all of that. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not predicting a blowout mm-hmm. or anything crazy like that. I just think that um, Cincinnati is just a really good team, and you have to go onto the road to play them. I, it's hard to win in that environment, so I've got it as a loss. Yeah, interesting. Um, this is an. This is about as close as a gimme as you can get in the NFL these days, and it's the Cardinals against the Seahawks, Week Seven, um, at Seattle. And the Cardinals are going to be awful. Um, the the quarterback intrigue there with Josh um, Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs, probably earning the starting job. Um, they haven't announced the starting quarterback yet. It's either going to be Clayton Toon or Josh Dobbs. I think Josh Dobbs gets it. They traded for him just a, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago from Cleveland. I've seen him when he was uh, with Pittsburgh. I watched a couple different games that, that he was uh, in. And he's a nice uh, quarterback. He'll remind people of Kyler Murray, only three or four inches taller, a little bit skinnier, <laughs> not quite as stout, but he's got real athletic upside. He can run the ball on you. Um, he can extend drives, etc. Now the question is, what do they have around him to help him at all? Not much. It's, it's a really poor uh, roster, if I've ever seen one. Like there's, It's just void of talent. Oh yeah. And, it, it's, and it's going to get worse um, before it gets better. Yeah. That, um, that roster is bad. Um, and they're probably going to have the first overall pick in the draft and maybe an, another pick in the top three or four, right. um, because of the really idiotic trade the Houston Texans made, uh, with them. Great for Arizona. Um, but yeah, you've got, um, you got a bad Arizona roster that should get better quickly after this year because of the draft assets they added. But uh, yeah, that's a, that that's gotta be an easy win. Yeah. They're, you know, Arizona has done a good job. Their, their new um, GM has done a great, I can't pronounce his his name um, has done a great job on starting the rebuild. They started it this year. Kyler Murray is going to probably not, play this year uh they they've got him on ir uh with a designation to return however um it's unlikely that he returns prior to week 10 and he could be shut down by then if the team's like oh and 10 oh and 12 by the time Mm -hmm. he's set to return there's no reason that you would put him on the field with that sort of a team and um and, well, and the only reason why you he's might, played his last down in Arizona, in my the only reason why opinion. you might is to, to showcase that, hey, he's back, he's healthy, um, he can still do some good things. So maybe you want to trade for him. The reason uh, in, that you in the coming off season. The reason that you wouldn't do that is there's some there's some injury clauses in his contract, Keith. That true. If true he story. is injured and misses it again the rest of the season after he comes back. He would be guaranteed salaries all the way through 2026, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that case, yeah, you sit him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense for him to play, and he probably won't. And if he doesn't see the field this year, I think that he's seen his last snap in Arizona. I think they're I think ready so to move too. on. If they draft first, it's going to be the kid, Williams, from US, mm-hmm. US, uh, US, USC. Excuse me. And um, that's going to be the direction the franchise goes. Um, and I, I think it's probably the best because you've got a new coach, you've got a new GM, and Kyler Murray kind of wore out his welcome a little bit before he was injured. And now that he's injured, it's convenient to uh, to move on. And I think they do. But anyway, I've got this down for a win. You do too. 
Let's yep. go to the next game. The Cleveland Browns visit Lumen Field against the Seahawks in week eight. Yeah, I have this as a win. I don't think Cleveland is as good as everyone wants them to be. Yeah, I think um, Deshaun and that's Watson. That's been a trend for a long time. <laughs> is I think Deshaun Watson plays better this year than he did last year. Where last year he, you know, with the suspension and and all of that, it, it was a struggle. But he was a top five quarterback at one point. It's been three years, but he's still a young guy. Um, I think he rounds into form and helps this team, but I think the rest of the roster has deteriorated around him. Um, and so therefore I don't think they're that strong. Um, especially I not. I disagree. Really? I think if this team was in the NFC, this would be a playoff team. This would be similar to like the level of, uh, the lions for me, a guy, a team that could be, could be nine or 10 wins in the NFC. Now in the AFC in their own division, it's going to be hard to win in their own division. Um, it, it's going to be hard to make the playoffs in the AFC. And this is one of the teams I think out, you know, is outside looking in when it's all said and done, but their roster's pretty good. Keith, they've got great running back in Nick Chubb. Deshaun Watson comes back for a full season. He's kind of ready to go Their Their tight end, uh, Nujoku is is excellent. Their offensive line is is good. Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones, along with Elijah Moore at wide receiver. They're Zachariah Smith and Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris and Miles Garrett on the off, uh, defensive line. Their safeties are excellent with Grant Delpit and Juan Thornhill, um, Greg Newsom and, and Denzel Ward at corner. And I think that that roster is going to win a lot of games um now this this game will be more competitive i think than than you've you've indicated but i do have it as a win um just because i think seattle's entering its stride um and this is the time of the season where they really need to pile up the wins because they have a stretch later on we'll talk about that's going to be pretty pretty significant uh struggle to win games and if they want to reach their goals and, and get into the playoffs this year, they've got to win a pretty decent um, chunk of games here in the next five or six. And this is one of them. So I got this as a win. Cool. Okay. All right. On the road at Baltimore um, mm-hmm. is Lamar Jackson healthy is the question I have for that game. Cause I think that, this is a team that will win a ton of games when he's healthy and will struggle when he's not. It's early enough in the year. I've got him as healthy. And so I've got him that as a loss for Seattle. Interesting. Um, that's, that's yeah, that is, that is a good barometer is Lamar Jackson healthy. Um, this is one of those quarterbacks. I think that can be frustrating to any team when he's really healthy. I think they pair back the athleticism a little bit and have him throw a little bit more this year um, just to kind of help him um, settle into kind of being more of a, I don't want to say pocket passer, but they're going to try to get the ball out a little quick. So he doesn't feel like he needs to run all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've read that and it seems like they've added some weapons for him to be able to do that. Say flowers was uh, in the draft. Odell Beckham jr. Um, their offensive line is decent. KJ, uh, JK Dobbs, uh, Dobbs and, and Gus Edwards running the ball along with that threat all the time with Lamar uh, Jackson. Um, and their defense is pretty decent. I've got it down as a loss. I don't, I would love Seattle to pick this up. This is one of those games that you could win on the road. Everything goes your way. Seattle's going to be scoring points. Uh, can their offense score as many as, as our offense? That might be what it comes down to. Uh, but I've got it as a loss. Yeah, I um the fact that they, I, th- I think they needed to add um, like a, a a legitimate deep threat in order to truly open that offense up. And, and um, but I'd also think they didn't on purpose because they didn't want Lamar back there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for someone to get open deep. So um, we'll see how uh, Beckham does. And Zay Flowers is a speedster. Now he's going to be more of an underneath guy. He's more but of an he underneath can, guy. He, he, can, he can kind of threaten you over the top. He's definitely got the three, three, five speed or something like that. So, so halfway through the season, halfway through uh, the predictions, I've got him down as two losses. You're at three so far. I'm at four. 
You're at four. No, wait. I'm at three. <laughs> yeah, I'm at okay. three. Okay. I so, can read my own handwriting. <laughs> the yes. next game is the Washington Commanders at Seahawks on November 12th, week 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this as a win. This is a quarterback uh, challenge for me, and Sam Howell is the quarterback. And I just think, you know, they're they're kind of an up-and-coming team. They want to be kind of a, an up-and-coming team, but they haven't yet, to me, found their quarterback. They believe in Sam Howell, um, but we'll see. That I think they go as far as Sam Howell go, goes with them. The rest of their roster is okay. It's like an eight-win team to me. That same, I think if they, similar to if last they had a year. legit quarterback, I think they could be a 10 win team. The, the roster is not bad. I, mm-hmm. uh, I think the roster is actually pretty good, especially defensively. Um, and you can yeah. say that about 10 teams in the NFL though. And this is one of those. Yeah. They, just, they, you know. they just don't have a quarterback and um, they I think, think they do though. They think, I think they they've do. got a quarterback that will um, manage a game for them, but can they go out and win a game? Can, you know, you can they go out and put together um you know a couple of drives at the end of a game to try and come back and win against Seattle um keep the ball out of Geno Smith's hands uh, and and march down the field and get it scored back to back drives at the end of the game uh to get that win i don't think they i don't think he's that guy um and so yeah i'm uh, I, I, I just think that that's a, as, um, I think that's going to be a, a, a win for Seattle. And I just don't, I think Washington made a mistake by not securing a better quarterback play. Even if they wanted to go with Hal, they needed a backup, someone that they trusted to come in if Hal falls on his face. Interesting. Um, so I've got them at seven and two, you've got them at six and three three so far at this at this point that the interesting thing about uh the commanders and good for cody barton he's their starting middle linebacker mm-hmm. um which is which is amazing for him um okay so the next game this is where the the season gets inter- not not this particular game but this is kind of where the season gets interesting and, and you know what kind of team we have like if 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 we happen to be my record at seven and two this team could could, depending on how this next stretch goes, could be in contention to have you know um, a home playoff game, and um, potentially a, a buy. I mean, seven and two record is is going to be pretty good. Um, they play the Rams next at the Rams. We've already faced them once. It's hard anytime you're playing two games against the same opponent in the year. Those those games are hard, but this one against the Rams, come on. Yeah, especially at this point of the year that it's still an old roster. And we saw last year, they, they've had incredible injury luck in the recent past until last year. Finally, all their old, um, veterans, uh, broke, started breaking down and started having injuries and you're far enough along in the season. You don't have any depth, which they don't have. And you got an old roster guys are going to start getting hurt. Um, I think they have reached a point where they are just aren't a competitive team. Um, by this point in the year, I think that's a pretty easy win for Seattle. And they're they're playing for uh, for draft. Yeah, um, they're in the they're in the Drake Drake May or Caleb Williams sweepstakes by this point. Okay, so I think absolutely positively now you will agree with me that this next four games is the hell yeah. for the entire season. <laughs> These next four games will will make or break the the season. Um, because it will determine whether the team is a wild card team or whether they win the division and um you know have a home playoff game or possibly even get the number one overall seed and have a bye and uh home field advantage throughout. So it really comes down yeah. to these next four games. Unfortunately, you're gonna find that my predictions are not oh they're not great. Um, they're not great results for Seattle over these next four games. And, and let me tell you this, you'll be lucky that I added up all the wins, uh, early because this next stretch is truly brutal. It mm-hmm. really is. All so right. But I do have a surprise. San Francisco. I do have a surprise though, against this team this week. 
Thanksgiving evening, 520. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a great game. I just say it right now. Um, 49ers at Seahawks. I mean, this is the game you circle early, like right now, all the players like circled this game. It's like, this is the defining moment for this team. And it is, it's going to be one of those games where I think the season, if you are successful up until this point, this is a game that you want to get. You want to be able to have your team defined by a win here, not a loss. Um, and I've got it as a win, um, at home. It's a, it's, it's one of those games. It's Thursday night, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's a team that Pete Carroll will have these guys ready to play. Yep. So I think that, um, when you get these Thursday night games, um, there's not a lot of game planning that goes on. There's very little practice. It comes down to, um, who's rolling and who just has the bigger, more physical team. And I think that, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic (laughs) coach who can scheme up victories against anyone. But when you can't game plan and you're forced to just go out and do what you do, um, I don't know if he can will Brock Purdy and company to having a team that's good enough to um, to beat Seattle, although Seattle's weakness is against the run and they will run the ball well. Uh, but I have this as kind of a surprise win along with you. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is the kind of, you're right. This is the kind of game where your leaders take over on the, on the team. Guys like Geno Smith, guys like Bobby Wagner, guys like Diggs are going to be instrumental in, pulling this off um, because I think they, those guys know how important this game is going to be and they'll have everyone ready to play. Fun game though. Fun game. I don't, you know, it, it does matter what the outcome is, but no matter the outcome, I think this is going to be a tremendous fun, fun game. Okay. The next game is tough too. Um, at, at on the road against Dallas again, a Thursday. So a week um, in between, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. That that could, that's as good as you can hope for. Yeah, the back to back Thursdays is interesting. Dallas also has back to back Thursdays, yeah. so this 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 Thursday night game is uh, essentially a normal schedule for both teams because you had that short yeah. week to a Thursday and then a full seven days to yeah um, another Thursday and then essentially a bye. You know, in yeah. between too because then you don't play against until uh, the following Sunday. Yeah, this is a game on the road, Keith, against the Cowboys, who, um, by all accounts, are have the world's greatest roster again this year, and they're <laughs> destined to challenge Philadelphia for the division and the NFC for the NFC uh, title. Um, tell me, tell me that you don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because I never agree with that. Dallas is never as good as the media wants them to be every single year, but. Um, I do think this is a good roster uh, overall. I do. I like their defense. Um, you know, I think that they got out from underneath that Ezekiel Elliott contract. They've kind of reloaded a little bit um, in terms of their weapons. I, like I said, I like their defense. I think this is a team that if it can stay healthy, can be really good. Um, that doesn't make them the world beaters that ESPN wants them to be, but mm-hmm. I still but I do think they're good. I've actually got this as a loss. I think that um, this is a game on the road. They come off an emotional win against the 49ers. That means a lot. That was like, mm-hmm. they knew they had to get that win. They went and got that one. And there's a little bit of a letdown on the road against Dallas. Um, I have this one as a loss. I have this one as a loss too. And I hated it. I hated every second of it because I've always been a guy that's been like, Oh, don't give Dallas that credit um, because they haven't really done anything. And they haven't, Mm -hmm. but they've got a decent roster. I'm not going to say it's great. I'm not going to say they're going to finish their division first or be in contention for the NFC, but this is a 10-win team. Could be even better, could be worse, depending on Dak Prescott. Um, They... (laughs) I just think that for everything that you said, 
uh, the emotional letdown thing is, is a factor. It's, it's on Thursday night though. We kind of get up for those nationally televised games. I think it's going to be close. I think it's, we walk out with a disappointment. Um, if we end up getting the win, um, there, the season's going to end up being, being great. I think, because this is one of those games you can toss. It's kind of a toss up category for me that Mm -hmm. and like the Ravens game, you know, you come away with wins on those kind of games and pretty soon this season turns into something special as opposed to something that's just really good and, and average. Um, but yeah, I got this as a loss. All right. So then uh, with just the Dallas game between uh, now they're back against the 49ers this time on the road um, as the third game of this four game stretch. That's brutal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think they beat the 49ers twice um, and this either. year. I, I think that them getting that first win is kind of the upset. Uh, the 49ers have a really nice roster. They do. Um, and is Purdy going to be the guy that can take them and, and can he beat, can he, yeah. Can he beat the Seahawks? He showed last year he could. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he can, he's shown that he can do it. Um, and a lot of it is the offense that they run and the coach that they have. You're not, um, you don't need Joe Montana for this offense to work, right? You need someone who just does all the little things well the making the right reads getting the ball um accurately to a player you don't have to make the you know you don't have to be throwing dimes out there you don't have to have the huge arm you don't have to do all those things you've just got to be steady in order to make this offense work i think brock purdy is great for this offense and um, I hate to say that because I'd rather the 49ers be um, a team Seattle beats regularly, but um, I have this as a loss. I just think they're the 49ers roster top to bottom is really good. Yeah. So everything you just said applies to the next team that we're going to talk about. The, the except Philadelphia for, Eagles. Except for they're better. Seattle Seahawks week 15. This is a, now talk about a defining game. You want to go up against the best. This is the best. This is the best team in the NFC. This is the team that everyone's going to be gunning for. They come into town. We've both got really pretty decent records so far uh, in our predictions. Um, what happens, Keith, in this game? Um, I have this as a loss. Um, I know that Philly won't be quite as good as they were last year simply because they've lost some depth. They've lost some good players. Um, you know, it's what happens when you're a Super Bowl team, whether you win or lose. Um, you end up having your players be coveted by other teams. So they've lost some depth. They've lost some guys, but they loaded up in the draft pretty damn well. Um, and I think that they are the Philadelphia Eagles are the class of the NFC this year. I think that they, um, have the best roster. And, uh, I think that their quarterback situation with Jalen hurts is not, um, the problem that we kind of thought it might be before last season, he really showed that he's not just a running quarterback, that he can run their whole offense and do everything. Um, I think, I think the Eagles are the best team. They're the number one seed um, coming out of, um, you know, out of the NFC this year. And so I have it as loss. Wow. Yeah. I've got it as a loss. Uh, third loss in a row. Um, same with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third loss in a row. And that stings this time of the year. That's, that's a gauntlet of a, of a schedule. Um, San Francisco, then the Cowboys, then San Francisco again, then the Eagles. That's going to be, that will help define this season. Um, if they win a bunch of games prior to that, maybe they can afford to drop some of these games. I'll show that in my end results. Losing these three games, you know, in, in your schedule, you've already got a couple more losses than I do or one, um, really hurts. Like it, it, it goes, it goes from contending in the division to wildcard is yeah. basically what happens in this stretch. Mm-hmm. And I've got them as three losses as, as, as you do too. So, and, and if we happen to drop that Thursday night 
that Thanksgiving game against the 49ers. Uh, it gets even, gets even worse. Now it you feels could, like the wheels are coming off. It does feel like that. You've lost momentum. You've lost a month worth of games potentially right here. Huge. That's huge for your team, your psychology, your momentum. Um, but can they right the ship before the mm-hmm. season ends? And and these next three games, I think, provide some hope after yeah. that. So, so the first of those three at Tennessee, Tennessee will be um they're rebuilding whether they want to admit it or not um the the ryan Tannehill show is over and uh, they've moved on at by this point um really they've yeah. got will levis and, and malik willis yeah as, will, as their guys. Will levis so will, one of those guys will levis will be their starter um by this point which is you know nice you get to see a young player but um he is a little bit of a project um and I think that while he offers a much higher upside than Tannehill, he offer also offers the uh, ability to make more mistakes. And I think that this gives Seattle just a um, a fairly smooth win after a rough stretch. Yeah, this is a rough roster. This is a, a team that has talent in a couple different positions: uh, running back, uh, mm-hmm. defensive tackle, uh, a couple of. Um, up and coming uh, defensive backs, but otherwise this, this talent, uh, this roster is getting a little older and lacks top end talent at key positions. You know, Deandre Hopkins is their one is their best wide receiver and he's 34 years old, 30, 32 anyway, 33. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think that, yeah, this is a win, uh, mm-hmm. on the road. Seattle actually needs this win, uh, after, after dropping three in a row, um, for both of us, they need this win. So I, I see them going and taking care of business. No problem. Yep. Uh, following week, um, at home, the final home game of the year at Pittsburgh. How do you have this one shaping up? Um, Steelers at Seahawks. Yeah, this is one of those games where um, this is, a, again, a well-coached team uh, by any anybody's um standards uh tomlin's been there for for years and years and years one of the most tenured coaches in the nfl and he always has his teams ready to play like him or not um but it's 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 on kenny pickett right mm-hmm. um mitch Trubisky's not going to play um so it's kenny pickett's show he's kenny pickett's shown that he can play quarterback in the nfl but i think he's just a middling guy he's a middling guy with middling athleticism and middling ability to win games. And you go look at him statistically, I bet at this point in the season, and he's got 35, 3,600 yards, uh, 20 touchdowns and and 12 or 13 interceptions, kind of a guy. Um, And that's what we're facing there. I just don't see them having an offense that can keep up with Seattle's well-oiled machine um, at this point in the season. And then their defense is, is okay. It's well coached and it's a decent defense, but again, it's not something that's going to be able to slow Seattle down. So I got it as a win. I, um, I have, this as a loss and I don't have a great reason for it. I just think that, um, these are the types of games where Seattle shoots themselves in the foot one too many times and they let a, they're a better team, but they let someone stick with them for too long and it ends up, it ends up biting them. And I don't have one of those games yet this year. And, and um, like I said, I don't have a great reason for it, but I do have that being um, what goes down one, here. There's always one game like that every year. Yep. So I have, I have that one as a loss. And then um, the final game of the year um, Thank uh, at Arizona, um, <laughs> By this point, um, uh, Arizona's shut everybody down that, you know, they'll be running guys out there that aren't even on the roster now because um, they're fully into the Caleb Williams uh, race. Um, and so it becomes a very easy win where Seattle starters only play half the game. Um, this is one of the easiest the tickets I've ever bought in my life. Yeah. Is, is to this game. Seats were cheap. I'm on the 40 yard line about halfway up on the 100 level. And, um, I think the, the tickets cost me like 80 bucks a piece. 
it was it was it was actually great but it's going to be a horrible game i just mm-hmm. want to go because it's it's in my hometown now um yeah i've got this as a win um and thank goodness um yeah. three finish the season with three wins in a row after three losses you're right you you know righted your ship uh you're ready now to go into the playoffs See, i've um, got i've got the team um finishing the year two and four over the last six games which is not hmm. a good look especially for a team that started the season so good um but i think that has a lot to do with the schedule um and not that they're a team that's falling apart and and whatever i think they go into the playoffs as a team that can still make some noise they've but I think they go in as a as a wild card team, and it becomes about missing um, Philadelphia and uh, the 49ers in the first round. And if you can avoid those two, you win a playoff game and and get yourself in a situation where you know you're a couple of wins away from from a Super Bowl, and and yeah. then who knows? So, yeah, interesting. Um... I've got them at 12 and five. So you've got them at 10 and seven. I've yep. finished the season, um, three wins, three losses, three wins, mm-hmm. um, and reach 12 and five. I'm not, it, I, I didn't allow the schedule to impact my wins and losses as much as, as what happened in your scenario. I'm hopeful that, um, uh, and maybe it's an optimistic look at, um, at Seattle's schedule um starting this the season six and one um help them mitigate the losses there in that that tough stretch um and and we'll see what happens Uh, this to me is could be a 10-win team as you arrived at this could definitely be something that's going to be um you know that i'm not going to say the wheels come off um, but it, it could like, you're, you're very, very close to wheels coming off the way that you finished. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, let me, let me see if I can pull this, uh, this graphic up. I no, let me see where is it? there's that graphic, but where are you? There we go. I don't know if everyone can see this, but this is as big as I can make it. So, um, yeah, so you've got 10, I've got 12. I like my result better than yours, but I get, you know, the yours is very realistic as far as what can happen in a season. I think mine's realistic as well as to what can go right. Um, it, it'll be interesting to find out who is right in the end. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. So share your thoughts out there. Um, listeners and watchers um i'm very curious as to what where everyone else ends up um i've seen some other predictions we're kind of all kind of going at the same time as far as uh everyone that's out there either writing in a blog or doing podcasts is kind of doing their predictions and i'm just very curious as to where the fans are where everyone kind of feels that this team is at i i do believe this is a playoff team i don't know that there's any question there i think everyone that's kind of doing predictions is in that boat um, but I think 10 wins to me is on the low side. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, I wasn't shooting for a certain number when I was doing this. Um, I wasn't even really keeping track of where it was as I was going. I just literally had the schedule out and just went through when, you know, based on the team and just gut instinct and then counted it up at the end. Um, haven't I been really thinking, okay, how good is this team and, and trying to, to you know get a schedule that gets me to the win total that i i believe they're going to get to i would have had 11 i probably would have given them the win um against Pitt. um but my instinct said nope so i didn't and uh, that's where we're at yeah it's interesting i mean it's hard to win in the nfl and and the difference between 10 wins and 12 wins is is not much um it's it's a matter of uh, making a field goal or getting a turnover or, you know, stopping somebody at the goal line, um, mm-hmm. or, or converting yourself, you know, um, when you need to go win a game. And I, I, 
I think this team is special. I really do. I think this team is kind of coming together. It's ahead of schedule for me um, as far as kind of a, a rebuild. And it really goes to where Gino's at. You know, Gino carries this team, has a great year again, surpasses some of the numbers he had last year, continues to play well in the second half of the season. Uh, the offensive line continues to play well. Uh, the defense kind of steps up a little bit. Maybe instead of allowing 26, 27 points a game, they allow 23 or 22. Uh, the, def- uh, the offense, instead of scoring 26 or 27, scores closer to 30. This team could could do some damage in the playoffs this year and um, and and get to that NFC Championship game. I think that's the threshold for me, is whether this team this this year is successful. Up, um, um, and that sounds crazy coming out of my mouth right now in September, but I would be disappointed if this team lost a wild card game or if it lost a divisional game. I think that this team has the ability. If you go through the roster. It has the ability to get to the NFC Championship game if everything kind of goes right, and I get, that's a hard if, but if things go right, this team could get there. Yep. Okay, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. You can find me on WCHawk. The show is Seahawks Playbook Podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platforms, YouTube channel, and hit that subscribe button when you do. So until next time. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NW Seahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com. Podcast Network.